0: E Welcome to the Fontenelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield wrapping up kind of a crazy type of trade week. We know the roller coaster, I think, was probably one of the best terminologies I heard during Husker Harvest Days from a producer. Saying just, you don't know from moment to moment which way we're going to see these markets ebb and flow. And having said that, the early morning trade of a Friday had some struggles. We kind of pulled ourselves up a little bit, but still saw the negative territory in the trade. We're going to look at the dollar, the golf cleanup. Uh, the start of harvest is underway, and as we know, earlier this week, some not-so-happy harvest numbers coming out of Illinois. Looking at the livestock side, how is demand as we head into fall, and are we finally being able to catch our breath, shall we say, in the cattle market? Well, as we take a look at all of this today, we bring on the phone line with me, Eric Krueger. Eric is with Smart Yields. So, Eric, let's start out with the fact that we do have um, harvest underway, the start of it, but this morning struggles what was going on there that it finally we were able to catch our breath a little bit?
1: Yeah, I think there's just, you know, there's some negativity in the market when it comes to still a lot of uncertainty as our, you know, what our export capabilities are going to be in the short term. You know, long term, things are going to get cleaned up in the Gulf. The short term, I think there's still some question marks as to when we're going to be up. North of that running fifty percent of normal, getting up into that hundred percent you know near normal capacity, and we need it um, you know traffic on the Mississippi is going to need to be normal as we roll into harvest here because you know time doesn't stop, and it's already the middle of September, you know we're probably a few weeks from the bulk of grain harvest really getting uh, to full go and, and not stopping until we're done so Uh, We really need that to pick up. The other thing, you know, the dollars rolled up here really over the last week. Um, Today we took out a high from the the end of August there that, it um, looks like we might go challenge that chart high, and that's, that's definitely not going to help on the export side as well.
0: I found it interesting, and as I was talking to folks out at Husker Harvest Days, the amount of elevators are taking some higher moisture corn, 24%, 25% moisture, saying, we're going to dry it down. Does that mean that the demand is there right now, or they're worried that they're not going to be able to meet said demand or meet some orders that they have in place?
1: Well, it's, it's really interesting. We're, we're at a time of year where we've seen as strong as late September, um, where we're coming from that old crop market into really the start of harvesting the new crop into, into our current year. But we've seen as strong a basis as we've seen, at least locally and really across the board as we've seen in a long time. There's been some incredible drying incentives, um, to get guys to get early bushels to town, whether it was dry land or short season corn that was, you know, pushing, uh, maybe moisture that guys Usually wouldn't harvest, but I tell you what, the incentive's been there. And on the basis side, it's really been incredible. And you know, on basis, if you look out in through harvest and into the storage season, um, it's as, as strong as we've seen it in a long time. So kind of indicative that there is a need there. There's a want there. Um, but, you know, to keep that going, we're going to have to continue like we talked earlier to see that export base maybe pick up. and and really get into the program in the next year.
0: And, and, I mean, golf continues to get their cleanup, and we're getting more elevators online to get these barges moved out, but that's got to be putting some pressure on the elevators to the north as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, it all backs up at some point. And right now, I think it's real hand-to-mouth demand that we're seeing with that those strong giant incentives and and strong basis. And at some point, that disappears because bushels are coming to town. Um, and I think, like you said, it's it's a chain effect. Um, we need to see that clean up, and it's got to clean up here in the near term, not the long term.
0: All right, you talked briefly about the dollar as we look at that. How is that? Are we still? the cheapest or some of the cheapest in the in the area when it comes to grains for exports, or is the dollar just taking that away from us?
1: Yeah, as, as we move up here, it really starts tightening that up. Uh, we believe we're still there. Um, it's it's going to be interesting to see if, if we continue to see the commodities prices roll, roll higher, like we saw this week on the higher side of that range and the dollar moving up. Um, we price ourselves out of that market a little bit, but there's there's still an overall need for our crop in the world, and there always will be. And I think right now we're coming into our biggest supply time, so there's, there's going to be incentive, of course. Our, our crop's going to be cheap um, as far as on export, but the more the dollar rolls up, the more of a hindrance that is.
0: What are you seeing when it comes to demand for ethanol margins right now? Are we in a struggle because we've got what's going on in natural gas, what's going on in propane, what's going on you know, to be able to do these dry-downs?
1: You know I, I think it's really interesting to to kind of see that struggle a little bit, and you step on the other side of it, and I tell you what, I and mean, the bids are there, and they really want the corner. So I, I think it's it's going to be interesting to see how that comes to fruition as we get into next year. We're, we're going to need to see, you know, that crude market, gasoline market, to continue to hold these levels. We pushed up to some nice some levels back in that $70 area on crude, and our Bob's as high as it's been for a while. So um, with the inflation, but you step back and look at the natural gas costs. Natural gas is as expensive as it's been in, you know, years. So I, I think there's a give and take there, but hopefully we'll see that continue to, to pick up as far as that demand side.
0: Are we going to keep watching what's going on in South America and weather concerns once again for them?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. You know, we move right through our our growing season and get the harvest, and our, our focus is all there. And you step back and go, "Wow, they're getting into their planting season." And there is there's there's a lot of dry years down there. There's you know, it's it's been well documented. There's there's talk of a setup with La Nina down there in some parts and. It's still too early for, for us to, to make that assumption. I think you're just assuming at that point, you are you know, want, wanting a story. But I think right now you got to look and, and it's not perfect down there. So there is there is some of that. But the focus is going to be on our crop, you know, for the foreseeable future.
0: And we're getting some rains moving through the, the Midwest, which is going to do a slowdown to any early harvest we might see in the northern areas.
1: Yeah, I think it's a little frustrating for some guys that we're really looking forward to get get going on being harvest. I and mean, it was spotty. There were some really some intense rains in some places, but a lot of it, uh, you know, twenty thirty hundreds isn't slow guys down for long.
0: Real quick before we head to commercial break, did it surprise you Illinois saw some not so good numbers on early harvest?
1: No, because I think we'll get surprised with some pretty good numbers at some point too. I, I, we like to feel there's pretty good give and take when that comes back and forth.
0: Good to look at. Stick around, folks. We do have a lot more as we continue. It is the Friday version of the Fontenelle Final Bell. When we come back, we're going to switch gears. Kind of look what's been happening over on the cattle side of the market and livestock in general. Can we say we possibly have caught our breath with the way this cattle is trading? Will the lows that we've been dealing with, are they the lows that we're going to have to be able to move forward from? Well, hopefully. More is coming up. It's the Fontenelle Final Bell on the Royal Radio Network.
1: At Fontanelle Hybrids, our dealers make the difference in the products we sell. Here's Fontanelle dealer Kevin Callwhite from Humphrey, Nebraska. We've had wonderful success. We do a lot of field trials, side by sides, and test plots to help fine-tune products for our customers' specific needs. I have peace of mind knowing that next year's products will be selected and tested by someone that knows our farms and knows our area, and that's Fontanelle. For more, visit Fontanelle.com. Always read and follow grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide labels. Welcome back
0: to the Fontanelle Final Bell here on the Rural Radio Network. I'm Susan Littlefield, continuing our conversation with Eric Kruger with Smart Yield. So, I I lied. I said we were going to jump right into livestock, but we brought up something during the commercial break, and I think you really brought up a key point, Eric, is just because we saw these preliminary numbers coming out of Illinois does not mean the rest of the crop is as bad, and then you can't compare them to these latest numbers from the USDA. There's a lot of what-ifs that are still having to be factored in.
1: There, There is, and there's, there's a lot of question marks that's, you know, we're going to get those answers here over the next few months. And then, you know, at the end of the year on that January report, you know, the final tally really comes in. And I think what we'll see is there's going to be some areas we know there was issues, and there's going to be some areas that were were really good. And I think how that shakes out um, is, is anyone's guess. So I, we, we encourage guys not to overreact too much locally or, you know, at, across the U.S. and whole.
0: We're pretty lucky, though, in this neck of the woods um, in the Midwest, because you go farther west and even south, there's a lot of issues and concerns that could be building up.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We kind of get caught focusing on what the task at hand is in front of us here, and, and there's still a lot of areas that are that are extremely dry, especially on the cattle side of the business and the pasture side of the business. So, um, you know, there's a lot of places that aren't out of the woods um, when it comes to moisture. So... Um, we, we try to keep that in mind that's
0: for sure all right you brought up the cattle let's go over to that livestock side and and we do know that there's a lot of cows uh, that are getting calves pulled early worried about having the feed to be able to take care of these cows heading into this next breeding season so buying some of these lightweight calves what are some things that folks need to be thinking about when they factor in the grain prices and everything else going forward
1: you know, it's the time of year, of course, that usually when we we hit our peak supply uh, on our feed market, so on our grain and the corn market, when we're hitting our peak supply, usually that's the best time of the year, the lowest pricing of the year to procure those those contracts as far as protecting that cost of gain. So we encourage guys. You know, uh, we're not sure is the low end. We don't know. We'll, we'll tell you in a few months whether the low was in a few weeks ago or if it's going to be ahead of us, but. If, if you guys can find a number that works for them on, on cost of gain, I really need to protect ourselves and, and lock that in because we're seeing strong basis and we're seeing prices well above $5 still. And, and as that moves, it really tightens up, um, whether you're in the black or in the red, that's for sure.
0: Can we say we might have caught our breath, though, a little bit on this cattle market?
1: You know, we really saw a spike low early in the week, retraced off of it. And the last few days have been tough, but we held it this week, which is good. And, you know, hopefully we can see that going forward. Um, the outlook for the cash market next week is probably steady at best, maybe a little lower. But on the flip side of that, we're starting to see weights come down and, and, and you see weights, you know, $10 or 10 pounds below um you know what the normal weights are for this time of year a couple pounds below last year and you start looking at it and going okay maybe we're getting a little more current maybe um that supply outlook it really is friendly as you get into the fourth quarter the next few weeks though we might have to to grind lower or at least grind a little more sideways until we can get you know get through like i said the next two three four weeks
0: so how is uh demand going to be as we head into fall
1: you know i think you, you can just look at year-to-date beef beef exports um we're at record levels and, and that's been really good i think the problem we always come back to on the beef side of things and and with everything that's happened in the world is we're getting accustomed to just black swan events whether it's covid whether it's you know a packing plant fire or something else you know what's the next thing that's going to need your reaction in this market and i don't have the right answer for that the answer we can look at is if if we're able to market cattle and, and protect scots again gain at levels that are going to keep us profitable, guys need to do that and, and take that protection because, you know, there's no guarantees that we rally back up to where we were here a couple months ago.
0: And let's talk uh, real quick about that. You know, we had the, we've kind of recovered from the Holcomb fires of last year. Then we have the fire in Grand Island, which caused a little bit of a hiccup this week in the, in the cattle. Not a lot, but still enough of a hiccup that it gained national attention.
1: Right. And you know, you see you saw the market react to that so significantly and correct itself within twenty four hours. You know, and I think that's what you can see is uh one of when the markets are at these extreme values and at that point in time we were so extremely oversold that um it pushed us into to new lows for the move and then we corrected off that. And I hope we're probably right back to where we, we should be right now. Um, but li- like I said, hopefully we can build a base here and look, look for a little higher markets into the fourth quarter. So how friendly is this fourth quarter going to be for us? Uh, you know, I think that's going to depend on what happens with demand, uh, what happens with our, with our cost of gains, where the coin market goes a little bit. But I think surely by the numbers and weights, we, we should see a, a little friendlier market. Um, the big difference is going to be we've kind of seen some weird basis situations lately is that going to be made up for by the packer Are they going to bid up and the futures is going to stay or is the futures going to run away from the cash market you know that'll interesting to see where that goes
0: so so really we need to to keep the focus on moving those proteins off the the counters at the grocery stores keep that grilling going as long as we can to to continue to bring some profits into the market
1: we need to do that absolutely and we, we've really seen the, the product side of this really ratchet up um, across the counter you know the box was off this week pretty steady from last week you know 15 to 20 dollars, and i think we could see that get down below three area but hopefully we'll find support there and keep this product supportive
0: all right best way for
1: folks to get a hold of you eric uh, then calls 308-234-6805 or they can go online to mysmartyield.com
0: And that is the Fontanel Final Bell being brought to you by Fontanel Hybrids and all of your local dealers on the Rural Radio Network.